Welcome to Sparks and Recreation, your source for info on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Part of the Realms Rising Network. Heroes of the Realms, and welcome to Episode 7, the Origins Extravaganza episode. I'm your host, Matthew Jigmalinko Rooks, and I'm just going to give a quick intro to this week's episode, which is based on the Origins Game Fair content. Our own agency, 13 Tim McKenzie, was able to attend the event with his partner in crime for the event, Chris Doubledubs Wahlberg. And they provided us with a lot of really interesting content, game reviews, and even an interview with Rob Doherty himself, the co-owner of Wise Wizard Games and one of the lead developers for Hero Realms. That is coming up in part one of this episode right now. So get ready to enjoy that. Uh, after that, we will have Tim and Chris give a quick uh, results reporting of the tournament play that happened at Origins, and that will wrap up part one. Part two will focus on kind of a daily report of what happened each day at Origins, as well as some game reviews and some other musings that happened at the event. So I hope you all enjoy it. Now, for me, uh, living in Japan, I kind of sat with my chin cupped in my fingers wistfully listening to the uh, reports from Origins. And I know many of our listeners from around the world are in a similar position as me in that we can't really attend uh, these events logistically just because of our uh, distance and our work and whatever else. So this episode is for you guys. All those listeners who can't attend these events hopefully can listen to uh, these uh, episodes today and kind of get a feeling for what it's like at Origins. I hope you really enjoy it. And without further ado, let's jump in to Episode 7. All right, this is uh, Tim, Agency 13. I have some, I have Rob Doherty here from Wise Wizard, who is one of the uh, owners and creators of Hero Realms. Yeah. And Chris Double Dubs is with me here for the interview. Yeah. Um, and we just wanted to ask you a few questions. The game just released before Origins happened. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, how do you feel it's going with um, the release? So, uh, well, um, these things are always nerve-wracking uh, in that, uh, you know, like, you never know what's, what's going to go wrong. You got Murphy uh, leaning mm -hmm, over your shoulder. Um, but um, uh, we had a you know, relatively smooth launch, uh, you know, a couple minor uh, uh, things that were able to be, you know, uh, uh, fixed without, uh, uh, without a breaking update. So, you know... Uh, uh, so no real issues there. And honestly, the thing I'm most excited about is joining the real-time queue and getting a match, like, right away. Like, basically, I, you know, I like playing real-time games. And during the, you know, beta 
I mean, people were great. Like there was a lot of testing, and you know it was really right. good. But you know you got a limited pool of people, and basically the funnel was closed. Like basically yeah. the Kickstarter, get a whole bunch of people in, and then you're just not getting any new people in. So if people they you know, drop off because they're you know, busy or working on whatever, um, you you your player base is just not you know it's not growing. So um, it was a great uh, pool of people for doing that testing. But it wasn't enough people for all the different uh, for all the different queue types to be filling quickly. Yeah. Um, and when the app went live, uh, I started uh, joining uh, real time queues and like under a minute every time, <laughs> like get in the game, get in the game, be able to just like play real time game, play real time, play a real time game back to back. Super, super fun. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm really excited to, uh, to, uh, I, to, as a gamer, to get people to play against real-time whenever I want. Uh, I think it's great to have both cues. The thing about the real-time that's so awesome is you really get in a flow of the game. Absolutely, like yeah. The purchases, what's my opponent doing, whereas with the async, you got to get in and get a feel for where things are at. Yeah, I mean, we, we love both game types, and it's something uh, which we... Uh, really wanted to support um, the you know the asynchronous, asynchronous games have more of that sort of play by mail feel where it's uh, you, right. you take a move and then you know eventually your opponent will uh, will right. take a move and that's great I love like when I'm at the line in the, in the supermarket to like pull out my phone and take you know some Star Realms or right. Realms turns and and just sort of have a, a bunch of real time or I mean uh, asynchronous games on deck. Uh, available for those like okay, I've got twenty seconds, thirty seconds, and, <laughs> right. I, and my brain wants to do something fun, uh-huh. um, and so that that's phenomenal. But that real time is definitely a different experience, and it's you know, sure. that uh, and being able to play both sides uh, mm-hmm. of it is uh, is phenomenal. During the beta, yeah, obviously real time worked, but. Most of the time when I went into queue, it you know like uh, it was pretty sparse. It was pretty sparse. Like you know, you'd occasionally get somebody, but yeah. basically people get negative reinforcement when they try and queue and they don't make and it. So Even they if stop. they would prefer to real time play, they'll end up jumping into the async because absolutely. You know, uh, but uh, but now with it in wide release, you know, there's enough people out there coming in, uh, so real time games happen. It's almost like there's a positive reinforcement on the other side of it, where like since people are getting the real time, they games, keep queuing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they exactly. keep queuing yeah, it. Yeah, so exactly. So, uh, so um, uh, yes, I'm loving that, um, and I'm, I'm the, you know, it'd be nice to, uh, on the double experience weekend. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how <laughs> yeah. we get those queue times down too. But oh, yeah. uh, um, so, and that's what, you know one of the big challenges with Hero Realms uh, is. Dealing with the uh, bifurcation of players because of the level of the character. Sure. So, yeah. uh, basically, if you want to play a Star Realms game, okay, great. You know, boom. Here's a you know here's a Star Realms game for you. We have the thing where we in Star Realms where we let people select the sets, which right. is uh, um, uh, you know allows for a lot of customization. But then we have that quick play button, which just pairs them against. Whoever, yeah. whoever playing whatever, and that really solves that puzzle and makes it quick. Right. With Heroes, it's a little more challenging because basically I want to play a game with my level two character that I'm just starting, 
you want to play a game with your level 12 character, okay, we can't intersect. So Inle- unless you down-level, it's not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, so the down-level button is a nice option. It's a good feature. Uh, but a lot of people don't use it. So. Right, yeah. So, but, and and uh, I don't want to make people down-level because, like, when you level up your character, you want you to use, use all of it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, I just, I just earned this cool thing. I want to use it. So, uh, you know, so basically having both options be for, uh, for people is nice. But, uh, um, so yeah, I just want to grow the player base as large as possible, so we can yeah. uh, so we can do uh, well. Let people play the kind of games they want to play. Like basically, sure. the larger our player base, the more options we can offer with, without having issues without splintering with the yeah. GameCube. Basically, exactly. Yeah, or the splintering the GameCube, but the the splinters are large enough that they they work on their own. Yeah. Right. Well, that kind of brings part of the next thing uh, on the Discord and community stuff. People and people I've talked to here at Origins that I know have played Hero Realms for a while, been in the beta or not in it, and are now playing in the release. Some of the stuff that they were like, you know, the game released, I thought this was going to be in it, and I don't see it yet. So oh, yeah. I had a couple things that I want to ask if you you can even be real quick about it. Sure. Uh, are we going to see, like, being able to challenge at a specific level? So I could say challenge double dubs here at a level three um, so, uh, so that f- features are going to fall into multiple categories. Um, I would put that in a uh, it, that falls into our would be nice category. Okay. So basically, it's something I want to do. There's no reason not to do it, right? Right. But basically, the only reason not to do it is opportunity cost. And right. so we have we have a list of features a mile long, oh, yeah. and we have to prioritize. There's other stuff first, <laughs> right? So basically, yeah. so um, yes, that is something we would love to do. I have no idea when, when? we'll be at the at pop top of the queue. Part of this is I always I have to go over these things with the digital team and figure out how much work stuff. it's going to take. Exactly, some yeah. things I think, oh, that'll be no problem, and it and they're like, heavy they're like, oh yeah, we're going to have to rearrange this architecture, and it's going to mm-hmm. take. You know, it's going to be really hard. Other things, I think, well, maybe this will be hard. And be like, oh, then no problem. I can have that this afternoon. Okay. So basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, that kind of thing. That uh, so something can be a lower priority. So, for example, something that I want more than that is tournaments. Um, yes. So, um, but tournaments is going to take more work so Absolutely. it may be that that's like one programmer two hours and in which case sure we can pop that in before something that's more important to the profitability app or to me personally or whatever but just because it's time cost is longer. Okay. so that was a long answer to a short question <laughs> that's okay no that gives us some insight um how about playing without characters? Is that uh, something that we will see? I know Darwin kind of alluded that that might happen when so we talked to him. Basically, um, uh, probably as a challenge option. So okay. oh, that'd one be of great. the basically one of the f- the issues is I really wanted when we first started on the Heroes Digital Project, I really wanted it to be a as different a play experience right. with Star Realms as possible. To n- one to not cannibalize the Star Realms space. Basically, I want Absolutely. people playing Star Realms, and I want people playing Heroes, and having different and enjoyable game experiences of both, and reasons to play the two games separately. Sure. And basically, the 
with just the base set of Star Ops and Heroes, the games are very similar. Right. It's intentional because we wanted an easy on-ramp for people. And then basically with Hero Realms, we take people in the physical game, we take them on this journey, we hold them by the hand and walk them through up right. the complexity <laughs> ladder. And uh, okay, okay, great, you played the base game, now we're gonna try character, character packs. And okay, now right. you got it, good, okay, now we're gonna add this campaign thing and you're uh -huh. gonna be like, okay, you're different play mode and you're leveling up and oh, okay, now you're getting experience, now there's a skill tree, okay. <laughs> so yes. basically, the um, there's a lot of a lot of awesome stuff we're doing in Hero Realms, but it's uh, it's not complicated. It's just a level of complexity up from from the, that from from Star Realms. And one of the great things about Star Realms and Hero Realms, the base sets, is they are everybody games. Like there are so Absolutely. many people who play who are gamers, and they play Star Realms with a total non-gamer friend, mm -hmm. spouse, whatever, that's, parent, that's uh, me. kid, <laughs> and. They love it, and it brings them in, and they can they can play the game together. If Hero Realms base game was characters and leveling and skill trees and co-op right. and like oh the the casual player's brain explodes Wouldn't say too no. much, yeah. right? But that base set, nice and simple. But the problem is they're, uh, they're similar. The two games are similar, so I. I, his initial design, I just said, we're not touching the base game without characters at all. It's going to be all characters, all leveling, all skill trees, all the whole the whole package of what Hero Realms can be, we can deliver in the app because you don't have to know what your, how it works in the app. You can just yeah. experience it. Uh, so, um, so basically, uh, so that was the reason for that. So I don't want it to be an early experience for a player who's coming into the app. Gotcha. Uh, even though it's the simplest way to play Hero Realms, I want it to be something that's an option for people who are advanced players and know the so, full game. So, as I, I, I say like, this as someone who's going to be playing in the 5K Legends tournament, and I want to practice for this, but all the Swiss <laughs> rounds are without characters. Well, so and, I have to wait till I get here and can play people. Of course. <laughs> and on the other side of that, uh, of that coin, one of uh, one of my long-term goals is to have some of these bigger competitive events. Using the that. app either in person, That'd like be cool. okay, you did that at one of the Wise Wizard game we fairs. Did, yeah, um, so the, the trick is you got to make sure your internet can handle, mm. you know, like uh, you know, right. But, but basically, but if you do challenges with untimed games, then that's pretty forgiving because oh, if right. we need an hour to work this out, no problem. It's a forty-eight hour challenge. But um, but at any rate, some of the big events using the right. digital app directly. Um, either remotely or locally, there's mm -hmm. some uh, we, there's some legal challenges with doing it fully remotely in the app. In okay, we have to make sure everybody's jurisdictions are okay with gotcha. the, uh, the prizes and etc. Um, but um, uh, but um, so one doing bigger events in the app is something we're looking at doing, and two long term when the uh, as the app base grows and we've really gotten massive player uh, uh, player counts in our uh, in our data sets, mm -hmm. and we hammer out all these sort of fine improvements that we're doing to the game based on uh, based on that, um, applying that stuff backwards. So, like I'm envisioning future tournaments where we print out a like updated versions of skill trees and stuff and apply the app rules to the physical tournament when people are uh, are playing. Cool. Because basically 
the stuff I'm able to do in the app is what I want to be doing on paper. On paper, but there are it's you know, there are barriers. Logistically, like it's way the harder. The stuff I've designed and the stuff that's in my head, and I want people to uh -huh. be able to play, and that getting it from you know getting it into a, a fashion that they can play it is challenging. And that was one of the things that was most exciting to me about Hero Realms Digital was I did all this design work on character leveling, the skill trees, uh -huh. and, and I thought people would be buying Ruina Sandar and then playing, being like, oh, you want to play Hero Realms? Yeah, okay, how many upgrades? How many treasures? Right. You know, nobody did that. Like, basically... Which is uh, too bad, because there's a lot of awesome interplay between, right. like, what did you pick? What is my build? Yeah, and so basically, yeah, so that was exactly it. So I... There's so much cool there, and I was like, this is this was where I really wanted the game to be. And for cooperative, people totally did it. They played yeah, the campaign, yeah. they love it. But on the PV side, we made PV versions of every single skill, every single ability. It was all it was all there for people, but the work to get there is was too high. Whereas clicking in an app makes it so much easier. Exactly. Clicking yeah. an app and it's right there for you. And now we're I'm making some changes to how we're presenting the paper product. So for oh. example, with the new characters that we're making, you'll have all we're that. We're gonna make a yep. character pack, just like the regular character packs, but then we're gonna have an adventure pack for that character. And that adventure pack's gonna have the stuff that the Runa Sandar campaign mm -hmm. has, the skill tree, the ability tree, all the treasures that that character could get through all their adventuring. And then we're going to have a level chart. What do you get at each level? Oh, nice. How do you play it? So basically, taking lessons learned from the digital game and making it, uh, you know, and applying it over. Uh, but uh, are you going to be doing that for the character packs that are already there, making the adventure packs? Yeah. For them so basically, we will we will backwards compatible it and and okay. uh, eventually make those adventure packs for the existing classes. Now that'll be redundant content for people who right, have already have and our yeah. campaigns. But you know. for long term. It may be good. Yes, but basically, add, but for the druid and the uh, and the alchemist the and the alchemist and the necromancer, and, yes. and, uh, and say the bar, more. They're going to have all of those. Uh, they'll have that from the beginning. So, uh, um, so yeah, that's uh, um, so that that'll that'll be super fun. But yeah, I love the leveling, the level play. I want it to be in the competitive events. Uh, the game. And its paper form isn't ready for that yet, so right. that's why you know this tournament mm -hmm. is that way. But but yes, long, again, the very long answer to your <laughs> question. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to put that in as a challenge mode at some point. These two will be a little easier. Friends list and tra stat tracking. Um, that's coming. So yes and yes. Yeah, okay. both both are you know, oh, both sweet. are coming again. Uh, it's just know, a matter the, of when. It's a matter of when. Um, okay. And um, critical features that we are working on. Uh, um, uh, in-app purchases and cosmetics. So Absolutely. Uh, uh, um, a way to spend of, those gems. Yeah, ways to spend those gems. So there'll be there'll be cosmetics. Um, we're also looking. I'm also looking at doing like um, convenience uh, features that you will be able to spend gems on for character example, more character slots. Um, respecting. Uh, um, yeah, respecting. So basically, Ooh. like a training camp. And a uh, and like a merchant shop and like the training nice. camp you can go in go. and you can change your skill tree. The merchant shop you can go in and pay and swap items. I love the flavor of that. Yeah, that's um, a cool so, idea. So basically, um, being able to spend a you know you know small amount of like you know uh, ninety nine cents worth of gems or whatever yeah, and right. respecting um, uh, you know your character so you don't have to you know you don't have to restart if you're like ugh I really should have. You know, at level five, 
But also, if you if if you get the character pat or the character slots expanded, maybe you're not going to respect because you already have you know, five five fighters. Yeah, the key is to make it an option. Or like basically, right. however the player wants to experience, you'll have the game, those options. They'll have they'll have those options. So uh, that's what I was going to say. I think like sometimes new players, they're like, oh, I got my fighter to level seven, and it took me a whole week of playing, and then I decided I wanted the other upgrade. Yeah. So. Being able to swap it out like that, I think that's going to be very appealing to newer players who may have not liked, you know, having to re-roll from scratch or something. <laughs> sure. Um, that was pretty much the questions I had about the app release and whatever. One of, one of the other big things is you have these different character classes, and I know you're working on five more for dungeons. How's the balancing process work for this game? <laughs> like in, a, in an overview, what do you look at when you go to balance these? Doesn't characters? have to be specifics. Sure. Like, um, so, uh, um, I, I mean, big picture. What we want is uh, fair games. Like right. that's obviously the, that's obviously the end goal. Um, there are you know, we've got a lot of dials that we turn with the various characters what their starting health is, mm-hmm. what the individual cards in their market deck are, what their skill and ability are at as the default level three character that mm-hmm. you know that comes in the character pack, and how those upgrades progress, what the treasures are, and what they do. Um, so um, that's yeah, that's a lot. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and basically, um, and you end up with... Um, if you're just looking at the the character as it comes in the character pack, um, you can have your balance achieved, but weirdly unstable. Like so, for example, if the primary thing that's getting the character there is the strength of like uh, you know their sacrifice ability or whatever. Right. Uh, if you then sort of look at the 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 pre levels of one and two and the and then the four the five the four and the five uh, on mm-hmm. uh, on that scale, if they're not equally tweaked up then uh, you know then the character can suddenly become unbalanced when right. uh, when they you know when they uh, level up or level down um, so basically there's a lot of dials there um, and there I, I sort of take initial passes like okay mm-hmm. here's my uh, you know initial thoughts on the you know like Darwin or I will do an initial design uh-huh. and then be like okay we think this is in the right ballpark um, I'll, uh, um, uh, and then, and then it's an iterative process of, okay, you know, first just taking a look at the other person's work and being like, oh, are you kidding me? This is, <laughs> this one's way off or whatever. And like, you know, like, you know, tweaking it in or you think something's broken and then you're like, okay, I'll play this one, let's battle. And like, okay, do you, you know, like, and, and do, you know, do you think, are the, are the things that you think are inequitable there, uh, is it, is that really the case um, uh-huh. and um, uh, Darwin and I have the advantage of both being stupidly competitive and <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so like we're both Hall of Fame Magic players we both yeah. love right. competitive play we both love beating each other uh-huh. um, and so basically we will hammer stuff against each other 
over and over again. And if we find a loophole or a, a, right. a way to win, we'll abuse the heck out of it and win, get a bunch of win streaks in there and learn it over the other person. And man, <laughs> you better believe that there's some some uh, some corrections right. happening, you know, <laughs> right, in the, right. that process. So, um, uh, so that's part of it. Honestly, the um, uh, the digital app has been phenomenal for me because the amount of the like, numbers you can play test until you know, uh -huh. death of the universe and you don't get enough data with a game like this because there are you were talking so about all those knobs men, well yeah. there's that many knobs but then there's take that multiply it by the number of matchups tweak at the different levels different ways we didn't even talk then, about the market role uh, yet then, <laughs> yeah they tweak different knobs in different ways then put in uh, characters of uneven, uneven levels like the um you know the 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 numbers just start getting long long oh, yeah. zeros after them on how many different possible <laughs> permutations. permutations there are so it is literally impossible to test everything like yeah. Uh, yeah. so um, but with the digital app we get like many 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 thousands of games and I can look at the data any way I want I can be like tell me the win ratio for this particular upgrade on characters of this level playing against characters of that level, or the win percentage of this upgrade right. overall, or you know, like it, it, just a ton of different ways to look at that data. And basically, I can see you know there are people not choosing a particular skill or treasure, um, and tr I can try and modify it to make it so that. Uh, um, you know that is getting you know that a little more appealing. Make it make it a little more appealing. Um, I can look at the win ratios and be like, okay, you know, how's this character doing overall? How's this character doing in various matchups? Oh man, this matchup is unwinnable, or, or relatively speaking, a seventy-five percent win ratio. Okay, right. that's unacceptable. Is How that is we... that kind of your number, by the way? Not um, to put you so, on the spot. For... So roughly <laughs> speaking, I would like uh, like six sixty-forty is sort it's the of worst. is that that's that, that's as bad as acceptable gets. Um, you know, like, I'd be all right you know, with that. If yeah. you're if you're getting if you get to seventy thirty. That feels, feels like a real problem. That, that's yeah. a, you know, that's a, you know, that's a, it's, it's a feel bad. So basically, um, I want to, I'm fine with there being choices that give you advantages. Like, okay, I'm playing this class, I'm playing against that class, I chose these things, they chose those things. That's I'm going to have a good matchup. Yeah, yeah, but basically, there be, I want the choices in the game itself to also matter. So basically... Um, so when we when we start, if I start seeing, a, if I see a seven, you know, seven uh, seven in the first digit on a on a ratio, then that's like okay, how are we gonna? That that's okay. I get some triage here. Like okay. I need to figure sure. out something. So like for example, we had that. I can't remember what the exact number was, but it was in the seventies for cleric versus fighter. Um, uh -huh. So basically, um, the, you know, the cleric, but fighters were doing fine overall, but. You know, that like, matchup but, was, but they were just, just. Has it gotten better? So um, I need to look By the at numbers, the. Yeah. Uh, I need to look <laughs> at those numbers and, and see. Like okay. anecdotally, yes, but real data I haven't actually. Uh, anecdotally, from a fighter player, I feel like that cleric matchup got better. The other matchups too, right? Yeah, the, draw two the other matchups got a little worse, and so it's like, but. It might still be okay. Well, that's that's exactly what I want. Right, <laughs> right, right. If the class is fine overall, but it's because their win ratios are 
a little high here, a little high here, a little high here, and terrible there, then I want to try yeah. and I want to try and flatten that, you know, like that, you know, a, a, a little bit. Um, I, so. I I do like that when you made that last change with the fighter, that it was that was the change you made because the previous balance changes sometimes you changed it good amount of stuff because i know sometimes you get into the code you want to like let's just change all of this because we want to do stuff yeah but then it's harder to tell what affected it yeah whereas here it's like okay we changed the fighter ability yeah we can say those changes in numbers are now because of the fighter ability, right <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. so um how do you think uh, i mean you're you're you've got like ancestry and the journeys packs and stuff that i'm sure will eventually come to the app that's just going to turn those number of knobs and the balancing, and it's going to get pretty crazy. Yeah, like, so and adding levels. Yeah. So I have. <laughs> I, so basically, I actually have planned out um, uh, three years of Hero Realms Ooh, okay. uh, like um, content releases uh, to sort of get the app through to uh, the uh, the. Um, uh, through to having the content from the uh, the upcoming uh, Dungeons, Dungeons Kickstarter. Okay. Uh, so basically, um, and broad strokes, um, every other update will be a new stuff for the market and level cap increase update. Okay. And every other and the and the other uh, on the other side of those will be new. Ways to play characters update. So, uh, so basically, okay. first, first, uh, first update we are uh, going to be working on is bringing the level cap up to fourteen and um, and adding the um, the promo pack one. The, the promo the, the first or, no, the, no, the first, first Kickstarter promo. Kickstarter had up. I had an awesome big set of promo cards. Gotcha. Um, yep. Including cards like the Werewolf and such. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so basically, that content for the market deck and increasing the level cap, which of course includes a bunch of cards because there's, right. you know, there's uh, uh, um, uh, treasure cards for every multiple treasure, two treasure cards for every class. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then the one after that is where we're going to be looking to bring in an ancestry and. Mm. Um, uh, the the ancestries in and you know the okay. people play as with different races and basically the um, uh, you know there are gonna be balance periods and like with any digital game um, there's gonna be balance periods after the stuff releases right it's gonna be everything's tough everything's been played and play tested and and the ancestries has been out as a physical thing for a while but nothing compares to the amount of data you get when you put it on the app and Release the number it. of games that people yeah. can play and etc. I know um, I know a lot of people are interested about ancestry that I've heard on the Discord and that sort of thing. Fan favorite there. That's uh, so mixing the classes and the races, are we going to be able to play with just the races and not the class? Because um, you kind of alluded that the challenges for vanilla, so yeah. we might be able to do it with challenges, but yeah. So what, that's that's the kind of thing that be challenge challenge fodder. So okay. basically, it's um, uh, so the. The primary thing we're going to be doing is allowing people to uh, to choose a race. Human is default. Like okay. basically, uh, it, when you're with the physical ancestry pack, if you are not playing with it or uh, you're playing as a human, all, the, all the races were balanced against that. 
against uh-huh. humans. So basically, they do things for you. Um, and to casual players, sometimes they're like, this is just better. Like, so for right. example, <laughs> the dwarf has more hit points. I get these awesome cards in my starting deck. What's yeah, I get a sacrifice ability. What's the, why isn't this more the, awesome? Yeah. And the answer is because you're starting next to now 12 cards. And right. you know, like basically the, the wild dwarf starting cards are great. They're, They're not starters. as good as the things that cost three in the market, you know, that you're going to be yep, drawing a little less frequently. So basically, uh, and um, I guarantee you that there is going to be modifications. Like, I couldn't tell you which thing is too weak and which thing is too strong right, right now because uh, I don't the data set I have isn't strong enough to give that answer but once it's in the app and people are playing thousands and thousands and thousands of games you're going to be like oh small folk are broken and, you know, <laughs> well especially are, are, certain combinations yeah, with the classes a small folk wizard is like insanely insanely too strong or insanely too weak or whatever right like, well, we'll, we'll we'll start seeing those yeah they could be real squishy up. a yeah. small folk wizard <laughs> <laughs> um Although that whole, like, avoid death ability might be big for a wizard. I, I don't know. Yeah. So basically, in our testing pool, you know, we obviously have cor- anything we found to be too off was corrected, but we couldn't do enough games to get those meaningful right. percentages, uh, um, you know, where, like, the kind of, you know, it's not, the kind of data we can get off the app is, you know, it's phenomenal. For that, is so. there going to be sort of like you've done with Star Realms, a beta version that you kind of test in before you release that, or are you going to push it out so, release? Uh, so and yes, there's going to be a test version. The digital team is basically uh, trying. So the, that's something the digital team and I want to have happen. Okay. And basically, we're trying to figure out okay, how to do how that? do we do this? Uh, because like we have challenges where like we have it in the with Star Realms and like. There are people who sign up for it, and then they're like, hey, how come my games are broken? Like, <laughs> you're on the test build, and yeah. you're trying to play people who aren't, and yes, that, that won't work. Uh, so basically, right. um, we so we, we got to figure out how to best communicate and implement it, but yes, we'll, we will have we test servers um, and... Um, you know, like uh, we'll invite certain players to to play on that, and so there'll be you know people who are like on the test servers kicking around with a necromancer and figuring right. you know like playing you know playing the new character. <laughs> I remember doing that with Frontiers and some of that in Star Wars. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I guess kind of my last thing because I know our time's starting to run short here. Uh, how about like the lore of Thandar? Is there any plans of adding stuff to your website or putting out materials that would be the world of Thandar like a and around map. this. Yeah, so uh, so basically it's something I'm interested in uh, in doing uh, and uh, you know, I've, I've talked to some people. The key is to find the right person for a group uh, for, uh, for the job. So, you know, I, I'm interested in making a um, like a uh, like source material for Fandar that could be used, you know, with like role playing games, yeah. for example. Um, because uh, you know that, that could be so cool. Yeah. You have your deck and you sit down to play like a tabletop RPG or something. <laughs> yeah, but basically, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely something we're interested in. It's uh, um, it is not uh, going to be anything that's going to be uh, in the next year time frame because uh, mm-hmm. we don't have anybody currently working on it. But it's something where I have approached. 
certain, I've approached some, some game designers and writers who are in sort of that RPG space and, you know, been like, hey, this is something we're interested in and sort of like, so we're, we're looking at it as a possibility. It's something that long term I want, uh, but it's not going to be coming in the short term. Uh, okay. So. Well, uh, thank you for your time and for your thoughts on everything. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say before I let you go? Like uh, sparks wanna... and recreation is your favorite <laughs> podcast? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I just want to put a big thank you out to the, uh, to the Hero Realms community. Um, everybody who backed the Kickstarter, those, uh, uh, those dollars were uh, you know, awesome and essential for you know, paying our digital team to work on the, on the project. Um, the feedback you guys gave during uh, the beta was hugely helpful in improving the game, and uh, and uh, you've seen a whole bunch of you online posting about the app and how great it is, and doing reviews and stuff. And that you know is incredibly important for a uh, a small company with a you know putting out uh, a digital app. So we everybody on the Wise Wizard Games team really appreciates you guys, uh, and uh, and I'm really excited to see so many members of the community here at Origins. So, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty awesome. Well, I, and I will say, as my last thing, as someone that played in the alpha, played in the beta, has played a, thousands of games already, <laughs> and probably skewed some numbers for you, um, I, I felt like it's definitely improved as we've gone along every time. I don't think everything's perfect, and it's not, but, like, it's definitely gotten better over the course of the game in one year's time, and another year it's going to be even better and thanks for all the hard work and everything you do. We love the game. We love the community. Thanks for doing what you do. Right? Awesome. Thank yeah. you, guys. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. This is Tim, Agency 13. I have... Chris Double Dubs Wahlberg with me. Hey, hey, hey. We just finished up and got back to the Airbnb after the day Saturday at Origins. Um, today there was a Star Realms qualifier for the 5K. Yep. There was the 5K Legends Tournament. Four Star Realms. Four Star Realms. And there was the last... 5k qualifier for hero realms kind of the big community type stuff that people might be interested in um they had i'm trying to remember how many people qualified from the star realms one i think two people qualified for that in the qualifier yep definitely Uh, and then they started the 5k did pretty much all the Swiss rounds. About the time that was done, the Hero Realms qualifier was starting. I think they had eight people show up for that one. And so two people did that. And the way they did that today is they did uh, every match. It was single elimination, but it was best of three. So you played three games, and whoever won that set moved on, and they kind of did single elimination tournament that way. And that was different than the previous formats they used for the qualifiers, wasn't right, it? Right, right. It seems like the qualifier formats were kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the Star Realms one last night was single elimination, best of one. Mm-hmm. The first Hero Realms one only had like five people, so that was a really weird format. Yeah. The rest of them kind of followed the same format, I think. But, but so different stuff, all of that. But... Um, 
Dusto from the community qualified in the last qualifier, as did uh, Brayden. Uh, I don't think he plays in the app that I know of. So I know he usually plays at Origins. I've seen him in the past and played him. Uh, can, he's more of a, a Star Realms focus, I sure. think. But uh, he plays pretty well regardless. Uh, so both of those guys made it. Um, Jeremy Rip Folletta made it in, I believe, the first Hero Realms qualifier. And do you remember who made it out of the second one yesterday? I don't. I know Rollinfa came super close on a lot of their. In all three, he was players. one game away from making it and didn't make it in. Mm. Tough beats, man. Shout out Rollinfa. I know you played great and just came short all weekend. Long, and, so. and he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. I'll say it. I've said it before. <laughs> I'll say it again. The guy's a great player and very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't remember who made it in the second one, but five people qualified that weren't pre-qualified here at Origins for the Hero Realms 5K. Yeah. We're, we're, we're thinking there could be about 16 people for tomorrow's 5K. I'm, I'm thinking 16 to 20 is probably the range we're going to be yep. looking at. I bet there's going to be some people that surprise us that we don't know are coming. I can't wait. Bring on the surprises. And I know so far that I know is going to be there. There's previous legends, Birdlaw... Silent Owl, mm-hmm. uh, ENT, Agent Seto, um, myself, Agency 13, uh, Larry Horgel. Yep. I'm going to butcher his last name. So I'm just going to call him Horgel. Um, that, is that five or is that six? I know Double Dubs is pre qualified. I know Logan K. Stewart is coming just for the day. I think he's getting in tonight here soon, but uh, he'll be there tomorrow. So what? That's eight, five <laughs> qualified. That's thirteen. So I would expect. Yeah. I would expect there. I know I'm missing some people here. Yeah. But uh, oh, I think I think uh, Luck sixteen qualified in that middle qualifier. Okay. Uh, he made top four last year. Uh, anyway, so I would guess there's probably going to be about the sixteen to twenty range. Would be my guess. Sure. Yeah, so between the qualifiers and the 5K, a lot of good competition so far this weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I didn't play in any cool events or anything today. Uh, it was kind of a relaxing, get some Hero Realms practice in day and played some just core set, you know, no heroes games to practice for the Swiss and play... Played some hero packs and that sort of stuff. Yep. Played a few games. I'm going to play a few more later on here. That's right. Uh, knock some of those out. <laughs> uh, walked around the exhibit hall. Um, probably the last time I'm going to be doing that for it. Be busy tomorrow. It'll be busy tomorrow, and it'll be closed, hopefully, by the time that I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm available. I'm available. We, we spent a good amount of time in the artist alley today, mm-hmm. and it was really cool to see the really talented folks that came out and showed just a wide range of artistic styles that show up in a ton of the games that, you know, we, we love and enjoy. As a Magic player, I was able to nerd out with some artists who i never met before that made some of my favorite cards, so that was definitely a, a highlight of the day for me. Yeah, and um, one of the things I've been doing, and it's something that I pulled from the Star Realms community a lot of people will bring like their 
one of the base sets or whatever of their set of cards and they'll get community members when they're at a convention or something to sign the cards so when they play the physical game they can remember oh yeah i met so and so (laughs) here blah 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 and you have these community members names and signatures on the cards and it's really cool um also i got rob to sign some promos that will be available for like some tournament prizes and probably some giveaways through uh the podcast and stream or just on the discord some of that stuff so there will be some cool stuff with that that will be available for some people that weren't here and uh we talked with joel a little bit again and and did that um star realms 5k it lasted about seven hours today uh i took some pictures at the beginning of swiss paid some attention i left to do some other stuff throughout part of it that Mm -hmm. sort of thing but kind of kept an eye on it um i have a list of the top eight but really the only um person i know that's part of the community that made the top eight was uh silent al alex sarkeesian and he actually made it to the final match um luck 16 made top eight no yes he made the top eight as well. So he's not really played in the app much, but he's played in like the physical tournaments a decent amount. So you might know him. Uh, but that's kind of of the people that made the top eight. But I know that like Dusto was there. Uh, Agent Seto was there. Uh, Matt Newberg was there. Uh Luke Mars is a community. There was a, a lot of community members. Mark Stang was there. A lot of these guys uh, and women uh, were there from the Star Realms community. Uh, some of them, I know, are starting to play some Hero Realms. Now that it's released, some of them didn't play in the beta, but they're starting to get in now, which is really cool. And we will see some of them at the 5K tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, it was quite quite an interesting top eight, uh, the way stuff played out. Uh, I know uh, Silent Al had a great road to qualify on his first day to make it to the 5K today. A marathon seven-hour tournament that he slogged through and had a, a really close match to almost bring it home and gets a $1,000 consolation prize yeah. instead of a Star Realms card, which we know he wanted so bad. Yeah, I mean, I would take a $1,000 consolation <laughs> prize, but, like, the card is where it's at, man. That's what everybody wants. It's just, yeah, to have you yourself in, a, in the game, you know? It's the, it's the dream. It's awesome. And in the winner, winner? The winner was Jay Lansdahl. Who used to work for Wise Wizard? Uh, I don't remember what he did. Uh, I think it might have been something app related. Okay, I could be wrong. Uh, so he but he used to work and he couldn't compete uh, for the longest time, and he doesn't work there anymore. What do you know? And he played, <laughs> and he's a very, very good Star Realms player. Yeah, and so uh, he ended up bringing that home. And his matches were really interesting, too. So congratulations to Jay. Way to go, sir. 100%. Um, Well-deserved. You had some... It was a packed field. And 
even though we were talking about the Hero Realms 5K, maybe around 16 people or so, this is going to be a tough 16 people in that field. Like, mm-hmm. like there's not going to be a lot of, like, random person off the street that you don't know. You can't be. <laughs> you you <couldn> right. be. <laughs> you had to qualify and show that you were pretty good, and the people that pre-qualified have proven they've either won one of these before or they've played a bunch of games in the app. Mm-hmm. So it is going to be a tough field tomorrow for sure. Yeah. I, I, I always feel pretty good about my chances, but <laughs> I'm looking at this field and it's scary. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's a, it's a total unknown. It's a new thing playing competitively in paper. I've been doing a lot of practice, but I, I got the butterflies of excitement, you know? It will be a fun day regardless. We will get to see a lot of people from the community even more, and we will get to play Hero Realms with them. <laughs> and it's just it's just going to be a lot of fun, I think. So All right. that's kind of what went down today. There wasn't uh, – it was a lot of practicing for tomorrow and keeping tabs on Star Realms is kind of what happened today. Yeah, that would totally – Other than shopping. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give a quick shout out to an epic practice match I had against Birdlaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played a best of three. He was on Fighter, I was on Ranger, and uh, it just it went, went really down to the wire. And we had a great match, so that was, that was a fun one. Shout out Birdlaw, good game. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Tomorrow will be the five k. Um, I'm hoping to get some recordings somehow at some point but i'm not sure how i'm gonna work this out so we will see Stay tuned. it may be really late after i get home it may be at the convention who knows you'll hear one last report from origins <laughs> and i am expecting to write up an article on realms rising as well to kind of go with everything and yes. have this release for everybody to hear so hopefully you enjoy this and you'll hear some more tomorrow and we'll have some results so everybody Stay tuned. (laughs) Hello, everybody. This is Tim Agency 13. I am doing my final report from Origins 2022. Today was the Hero Realms 5K and the big Hero Realms event of the convention so we had 13 people that showed up for the that qualified for the event that showed up uh and actually there were 12 initially and one person showed up late and they overslept and they took a loss the first round and ended up with a by the second round so uh there were 13 total we start off with 12 um we had five previous Hero Realms Legends, as well as a couple of Star Realms Legends uh, in the event. And we had a number of the Realms Rising community members that were there. So I'm going to list off the people that were part of the community in Realms Rising and uh, whether they're real active or not, but people that I've seen on that. So I'm going to relate those people here on the podcast we had myself tim agency 13 we had alex silent al sarkeesian who is a previous hero realms legend 
we had Ian Agent Seto Teague, who is a double Hero Realms legend and a Realms Walker. We had Logan K. Stewart, who is L-G-N-K-S-T-W-R-T, in the Discord and in the app. We had Chris Double Dubs Wahlberg, that's a community member. We also had Larry Horgel Bogucki. I'm sorry if I butchered your last name there, Larry, but it was great to see you there. And he is a previous Hero Realms legend. We have Dave Birdlaw Logvin, who is a double Hero Realms legend. And we have Dusto or Dustin Dusto Bremer, who is a community member that showed up today. So out of all of those, it was pretty good uh, community showing. Uh, we played four rounds of Swiss and cut to top four. Uh, I think if we had 16, it would have cut to top eight. But because uh, we didn't have that, it was a cut to top four. The top eight still got paid out for the 5K payout. Got their legends uh, or their top eight play mats. And everybody that participated got the alt art gold coins, the physical versions. And I believe the people that didn't have them in app were gonna are going to get them in the app as well. So that's really cool. Um, after the four rounds of Swiss, we cut to the top four, and the top four after Swiss uh, was myself, uh, Tim Agency Thirteen McKenzie was four and zero. We had Dave Birdlaw Logvin was three and one. We had Dustin Dusto Bremer who was three and one, and we have Braden Sherman who was three and one. Uh, everybody that didn't make the top four cut was uh, two and two, or worse. So it was a nice even cut for the top four. I'm sure that's why they did it that way. Um, Dustin. Or I'm just going to refer to him as Dusto because that's easier. Dusto won his top four match and Braden won his top four match. They played off in the finals and Dusto went home with the Legends Trophy this year. So that's kind of the 5K roundup, nice and quick. And it was really nice to see a pretty decent community presence there. I know there were a number of a couple of other people that I knew from Star Realms that played as well that are getting into Hero Realms now that the app is, uh, you know, full retail release. And um, we had just a great time at Origins, really. I would highly recommend it to anybody that's thinking of coming. It's a great time. Had a lot of fun meeting community members all week talking with players that love Star Realms and Hero Realms and all of that. Uh, had a great uh, community event with Wise Wizard Games. Talked about that a little bit. Got to see some new stuff that's coming out. Nothing new for Hero Realms, but uh, we did get an interview with Rob that had a few spoilers. Got to talk with Joel uh, Uril in the, in the uh, Discord and the app who uh is 
one of the uh, app developers for Hero Realms and the guy kind of in charge of the community Discord stuff when it comes to app-related things. Had some good conversations with him and really looking forward to what's coming up for Hero Realms here soon. And just kind of, I want to say everybody, thanks for listening. Okay, and that wraps up part one of our Origins Extravaganza episode. Stay tuned for part two for more fun information. Uh, I'm Joel, and Sparks and Recreation is my favorite Hero Realms podcast.